This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's go live to New Orleans, Louisiana, in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. We welcome in Aditi Kinkabala. Hello, Aditi. It's the freezing cold Mercedes-Benz Superdome. What do you mean it's cold? They have the, they have the air conditioners on full blast here. Well, how hot, how hot is it outside? Winters in Pittsburgh shouldn't, you know, whine about that. But I have no idea because I don't see the outside when I come here. Let's be honest. You don't go outside and you don't, you don't step into a car or anything like that? Well, I got to, okay, I suppose at some point I will, yes. But I got here to the stadium at 6 a.m. and I will leave at, I hope, 3 p.m. Does that mm. sound fair? Mm. Yes. And I'll be here all day tomorrow. Very nice. But you know well, this because you watch the NFL Network, don't you? All the yes, time? I do. Yes, I do. I mean, how well, else would you have known that I was here if you weren't watching? It, if if we're being serious here, I don't I don't watch. I, I'm not one of those guys who are like ESPN sucks. I'm not one of those guys. Uh, I have ESPN Plus, but I watch NFL Network for all my NFL stuff. I'm serious. You know that. Oh, you're the best. Well, that's true. I watch you I mean, guys you're at least before. Liar. Yeah, no, it's true. I watch you guys <laughs> before. I'll, I'll tell the truth. I watch you guys before the NFL today, and then I watch the NFL today. Okay. Yeah. There you go. It's just how that right. works. And while we're so while we're doing so the NFL today comes on at noon, so I have to yeah. have all my best stuff before noon. Okay, well that's yeah, fine. You we yeah, at you, seven you, you, so. you bring the heat. You got to bring the heat early because by noon I'm checked out. I'm watching the NFL today. <laughs> all right, Aditi. Well, uh, I'm going to ask you about the teams you're covering right now, just real quick, and I want to get to the Antonio Brown thing. But uh, what would you do? Say, say Philadelphia loses this game. What would you do if you're the Eagles? Because we're talking about trades and interesting ones with Carson Wentz, and there is a contract scenario coming up here over the next couple of years with Nick Foles. It's, I mean, it's really fascinating. And it's it funny is. because I was just talking to somebody who's close to Foles, and what he said to me was, imagine he wins one more game. How do you send him out if he wins another game in these playoffs? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing about Nick Foles, though. People feel that there's something magical, that last year was lightning in the bottle. But if you actually look at Foles' career, it's that one year in St. Louis that was the aberration. He was a lights out in Philly. He played phenomenally well. Then the next year he was, I think, so that was 2013. 2014, he was 6-2 before he broke his collarbone. Mm-hmm. Then 2015, yes, he that awful, terrible year in St. Louis, and I don't feel that anybody should be judged on anything that happened in St. Louis under that regime. And then he goes to Kansas City. Andy Reid talks him out of retirement, brings him to Kansas City. He was 2-0 and as a starter then. I mean, Foles has just been getting it done, and this team responds to him. His, his nature, how easygoing he is, he's definitely not a tightly wound guy. The wide receiver Nelson Aguilar said to me this week, he's like, if Nick makes a mistake, he brushes it right off. He's not a guy that needs to be picked up, that needs, you know, his head lifted. He'll just be like, okay, guys, we got it. We got it. And clearly, this team is responding to that. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you do. You've got a young talent who has all the potential in the world, but unfortunately has been injured twice in two years. Yeah. Um, you've got a fairly known commodity who's significantly older, though, and would be more expensive than a guy in his rookie contract. I mean, 
Who knows? Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz was having an MVP year two years ago. This is a guy that we were like, this is the future of the league. So how do you yep. get up on that? Oh, the play. Well, one more thing. They're yeah. really not that far apart in age. I, I don't know off the top of my head, but I think they're only four years apart. I think that one is 26 and one is 30. So it's not like one is 23 and one is 32. Yeah, one's just a little bit further along. I, I, I Totally, totally. Aditi Kinkawala joining us on the show. Now, New Orleans on the other side. Were you cool with the $200,000 cash and the Lombardi trophy being wheeled out and everything like that? 275 not 200 dollars Oh, the, the price has gone up. I did not know that. I thought it was only 200 Go ahead. Were you okay well, with it? I, I mean, I, don't, I wasn't here for it. I didn't see it. I mean, if that's the way he wants to motivate his team, I know that money has been used as a motivator with this club before. Um and Sheldon Rankins and this uh, tackle uh, did say that it was pretty amazing <laughs> to see all that money right there. Whatever it takes. I mean, Sean Payton has a Super Bowl. He knows what he's doing. Did you think I was just going to gloss over that comment when you said they've used money as a so motivator the before? Browns, the Cleveland Browns have a brand new head coach. Have you, have you been watching the Cleveland Browns Twitter account this morning? No, not at all. Not not at all. Of course, I've been watching that. Why are you 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 just you just moving right past? So, I see what so you're what, doing what do you there. Feel? What do you feel? What do you feel about Freddie? Who's Kitchens interviewing who? Who's interviewing who here? Presence. Who's you know, interviewing I, I who? Feel like being, I feel like being a little aggressive and uh, perhaps taking over. <laughs> you are. You're like Freddie Kitchens. You come out aggressive. That was a strong, strong statement you said there, Aditi Kinkabala. You can find Why, her on Twitter at a Kinkabala. Did you like Freddie Kitchens referring to the fact that he'd never been offered a head coaching position up until just now? Yeah, well, obviously, it's a great. Everybody knew that. He didn't have to sit there and lie like Greg Williams did about all the different head coaching jobs and offers that he got in his initial press conference. Are you excited about this hire? Do you think I'm excited about the hire? What do you think? I don't know you to be excited about much, quite frankly. I what? feel like you're sort of what? a. I don't know. I feel like you're a guy who, you know, keeps your emotions in check and is in general skeptical until proven otherwise. <laughs> yes, I'm excited about that. I, you know, a guy like me is going to love a guy like Freddie Kitchens, Aditi. Come on. I don't know what that means. Why? Why would? Why? What is a guy like you? Uh, well, I don't, you know, the way I feel about it, my father wasn't in radio and TV before me. Uh, his father wasn't an Alabama quarterback before him. Uh, I like Freddie Kitchens. I think him and I get along pretty well. I enjoy a Wait guy a like Freddie Kitchens. Yes. Your what? grandfather was an Alabama quarterback? No. Was his grandfather an oh. Alabama quarterback? I have no it idea. It skips a generation. Referencing yourself. That's no, good. but he you, said. I mean, you do the coaches show, so that is good that you have a good relationship with Freddie Kitchens and you feel good about this going forward. Well, I think there you here's go. what I think is so interesting, <laughs> that there was a time when NFL head coaches used to be CEOs. You know, yeah. it was their job to coach the coaches. It was their job to manage the whole operation. And now you see so many teams wanting a play caller, generally an offensive play caller. You want yes. these young guys that are going to run your offense. But well, that's the reason they hired him, even though I'm uncomfortable with it. Yeah. You are uncomfortable with it. Hmm. I'm, I'm de- because you got to look at it from my perspective. I like for it, every time I interview you, if I feel like I'm trying to hit cockroaches on the floor and I'm on my hands and knees with boots on my hands and I'm just trying to, it's like whack-a-mole because here you are asking me the questions. My, my theory was, and I brought this up earlier, 
it, it, it puts me in a bit of a predicament because I want him to be successful. And I think right. that there's there's no time for patience. This is a team that people are going to expect to make the playoffs last year. We had Ian Eagle on yep. the show earlier yep. this week. He said it's playoffs next year. Yep. And if they don't Agreed. make it, it's the play calling is the first thing fans go at, at Edie in their argument against yep. a coach. And we did this yep. with Pat Shermer. Pat Shermer, and, and he stood up there and he had stupid answers. And not that he's a stupid guy, but he gave stupid answers just to get through it in press conferences, and it made him look even worse. And the first thing we brought up was play calling, which it's 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 an either well it worked or it didn't work type of thing. And Freddie knows that, and so my fear is that they're gonna lose games. Obviously, they're not going to go 16-0, and and every single time, I guarantee it, my first call out of the box at 6 a.m. on a Monday morning, if they lose, why did he do this on third and six? And if they lose a couple in a row, which, again, they're bound to do, it's the NFL, this is getting out of control. Baker's not Baker. This guy's got too much on his plate. He's calling plays, and this is a disaster. I don't want it to snowball. That's why I have a fear of him calling his own plays. That's just a fear. That's not even rational. It's just a fear. Because I know that's what's going to be said. I, I know it. You, you See, you know it. You're resigned to the answer. Let's see. I think, I think that the juice from this hire will come with the staff that Kitchens and GM John Dorsey together put together. Uh-huh. And who does he have to trust running everything kind of underneath him or in collaboration with him or whatever is the proper terminology there? Uh, I think that will make a big difference. And you do, look, Sean McVay went out and got Wade Phillips. Let's not forget that. And Sean McVay is a guy, even though he's young and hailed as a boy genius, I mean, he was trying to add Cliff Kingsbury to his staff. He's a guy that doesn't have ego, right, who's tr- who is open to opinions everywhere. And look, the Browns made it clear to Hugh Jackson some time ago that they didn't want him running the whole entire operation and calling the plays. The fact that the Browns are putting their faith in Freddie Kitchens to do both says that they think very highly of him and believe that he could do it. So it's not simply about a formula where they're saying that formula doesn't work. So let's see. I mean, we'll see, right? It is a little, I'll tell you, I was told by somebody who, whose name was attached to many of these jobs or, you know, who was a potential candidate. And he said he felt that Cleveland was number one, absolutely the best job out there. And so in that line of thinking, that means that the Haslam's and John Dorsey had their absolute pick. They could have brought anybody other than, I guess, Condoleezza Rice into that position. Mm -hmm. And yet the person that they chose was Freddie Kitchen. So clearly they feel very highly about him, feel very strongly about him and, have more faith in him than apparently you do. I got like four minutes. Well, wait a minute. I, I, I have, I'm just af- afraid. I, I, I'm going to. But I have oh. faith. I, have, I think that Freddie Kitchens will be successful because I have faith in Baker Mayfield. Okay. That's why. But I don't have anything okay. against Freddie. See, the, you see how you spun my words there? They have more faith in him than you do. I'm just afraid of the calls that I'm in- inevitably going to get if they lose a couple of games because they will lose a couple of games. But this is why I go back to what I said. I said that your general practice is to be skeptical at first, to be sort of cautiously well, optimistic. Isn't that what we're supposed Maybe. to be in life? You saw, You tell me a guy who believes in everything and I'll show you a sucker. Well, huh? I mean, that's part of my problem in life. I am so yeah. naive. I always kind of oh, look at the rainbow. On. Yeah, I but do. I'm I believe one... in the rainbow. Yeah, but two years ago, what, almost three years ago now, I was sitting there going, Hugh Jackson's a wonderful hire. This is going to be on the right track. Yeah, anyway, 
Aditi Kinkabwala joining us, <laughs> NFL Network. Okay, why why is Antonio Brown? We only got a few minutes now. Why is Antonio Brown being used as a scapegoat here? I, I come on, I, I know that he's a diva, but ninety nine percent of the league no, no, no. wide receivers are divas. What's going on? I mean, it's not just a scapegoat though. At what point is it okay to bail on your team? At what point is it okay to tap out of a game? Never. They Never. still that won the game. They still won the game, but they so won why, the game without him. How do you think that that locker room functions when they know that the second highest got paid guy on the team, a guy that's collecting a $1 million game check, isn't playing, doesn't feel like playing? Is it? Is it too much for me to ask the guy who is the highest paid player on that team? I assume it's Ben Roethlisberger. Am I wrong? Maybe I'm wrong. No, correct, yes. Is it wrong for me to assume the guy who's supposed to have the most power on the field and the most power within the franchise hold his team a little bit more accountable and that includes Antonio Brown? Is it wrong of me to ask that? Well, I mean, to your point, he has. He's gone on the radio nearly every week on his radio show and pointed out teammates that haven't been doing what he believes they should be doing. Has he said that to Antonio Brown? Personally? Uh, I have no idea. I don't know. Because if he doesn't say it to my face and he says it in the media, I don't think that's going to get me to respond. You get what I'm saying? I uh-huh. do get what you're saying. What you're uh-huh. saying. And uh-huh. when we are off the air, I will uh, tell you about a very interesting exchange I had yesterday. That's a tease, right? Is that terrible? So let's just move away from that line of conversation. How about we just sit here and say that? It will be, I would love, I would personally really like to see the Steelers and Antonio Brown figure this out, figure out how to have a reconciliation of some sort. Now, Steelers president and owner Art Rooney said that the team is a long way away from that. That's because Antonio Brown is not returning anybody's phone calls, which seems a little bit ludicrous for a 30-year-old man. But... Antonio Brown is not the same player without Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger is not the same player without Antonio Brown. Antonio mm. Brown is really the most dynamic player that I've seen in Pittsburgh in the six years that I've lived in Pittsburgh. I would love to see them work it out. I really would. But I, I, it's not looking good. So where do you think he's going to end up? Where, where do you think is the most likely landing spot for him? I don't have a clue. You know, I'm, I'm still not – you know, it's funny because I'm really not – mentally I'm sort of doing the jumping jacks of what would it take – for him to make up with his team, what would it take for him to make up with his head coach? What really? would it take for him? You think to be there's back? still a possibility? There's still a possibility of that working out. I mean, there's always a two percent chance, right? Yeah, Look, I mean, but Fournette, man, if Tom Coughlin could release a statement, release a statement called Leonard Fournette selfish, disrespectful, and behaving in a way that is unbecoming of a professional. Mm. And yet Fournette and the team totally made up and are excited about looking forward. I mean, never <laughs> say never, true. right? Yeah, I guess that's true. Because the only places I can think of that wouldn't be a destination are Cincinnati, Baltimore, and Cleveland. Uh, or not, I think it's all up for grabs. But And New England. There's no way that they... Oh, yeah, not New England. Yeah, you're right, not New England. So four. I think everybody else is a possibility. Even like the the Colts, I'm a, I'm terrified of the Colts. They have a ton of cap space and they have Andrew Luck, but still, I think even the well, Indianapolis Colts. Well, they're Bell, aren't they? Well, that's what everybody keeps saying. I, we're out of time now. Now I got to call you after the uh, show's over. Yeah, you see how this works. That All right, right. Aditi, thank you okay. for the time. Hey, have fun. Thanks. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.